Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast with me, Dr. Joseph Walker. This podcast is designed to offer strategies in moving vision to reality. Leaders can expect to be mentored, inspired, and challenged to succeed at the next level. So prepare to be exposed, empowered, and equipped for excellence. Thank you for connecting and allowing this space to become an opportunity for growth and collaborative learning. Now, let's go on this journey together and spark the change we wish to see in ourselves, our teams, and the world. Hi, I'm Dr. Joseph Juan Walker III, and you're tuned in to Next Level Leader Podcast. This is the podcast designed to help you grow as a leader. Let me tell you, I'm so incredibly thankful to have you listening today. You have become a part of thousands, hundreds of thousands who are on a journey to become everything that God has called them to become in terms of leadership. That's what our focus is. Get to the next level to provide strategy, to expose you, equip you to some of the best thought leaders and strategies out there on the planet. I want you to do me a favor. I want you to share this podcast with as many people as you can. I want to appreciate you in advance. I want you to do it because there's so many people that I know who would benefit from a podcast like this if they got it from you. So however you were able to stream it, download it, subscribe, make sure somebody else benefits from what you benefit from. If each one of you shared with 10 people, you imagine how many folks will reach. We're trying to reach a million people. And I believe you can help us do that. Now, also, I want you to follow me at Joseph Walker 3 on Instagram. Please do that. Let me know you are a listener. But also, go to josephwalker3.org for more content, information we know that will be a blessing to your life. So one of the things I want to talk about today is healthy growth in an organization, in a church, whatever it is. One of the things that I've been very blessed to do is grow an organization. Let me tell you a little about that. I became a pastor when I was 24 years old. The church I began pastoring had 175 members. Today, that church, Mount Zion Baptist in Nashville, Tennessee, has over 33,000 members and thousands around the world. Having said that, it continues to grow. Even during the pandemic, hundreds a month joining our ministry. Growth is supernatural, but it's also a result of a few things you can do infrastructurally and setting things up in terms of intentional development that can help an organization grow. But there is a difference, right, in healthy growth and unhealthy growth. And what I want you to do <laughs> is I want you to understand, number one, the difference between growth and swelling. Sometimes we look at businesses or organizations and we say, oh my God, they're just blowing up. Things are happening so fast. They're growing. But sometimes you got to realize you're looking at swelling. See, a growth can happen in your body. When that happens, you call it cancer because it is a result of an infection or something going awry. Disease. Let's say it again. Disease, meaning that something's not at ease in your body. The same thing occurs in an organization. When there is unhealthy growth, it appears like it's growth, but it's swelling because there's an infection, because something in that organization is not at ease. Something is out of order. So you've got to be clear 
that you're not glorifying a season of swelling because infection spread and could kill the organizations. How many organizations have you seen or churches or businesses that they were just blowing up like crazy? It was like, whoo, but then where are they now, right? Because they did not understand how to measure the difference between swelling and growth. You see, healthy growth, listen carefully, healthy growth is inclusive, meaning that you have to be willing to involve every single demographic. You've got to have inclusivity in regards of ethnicities and cultures, gender. All of these things are important. One of the things that I do, if you look at our ministry, you look around the table, the inclusivity is important. Men to women, equality. Organizations will never grow healthy if they're only singular voices, monolithic voices around the table. You need the power of creativity and collaboration and the power of difference. <laughs> Let me say it again. The power of difference at the table. People that think differently, people that are aligned with your vision, but they have a different perspective. They come for different experiences. And you put all that in the pot and you realize how all of those different ideas can be a tremendous asset to your organization as it grows. So don't grow an organization without being inclusive. That's a big thing now, right? Because particularly in light of so many businesses understanding diversity and the need for that and schools understanding the importance of diversity, you have to be willing to do what it takes by any means necessary to be very diverse and inclusive in your organization if you're going to be effective. I encourage you. I implore you. Make certain you are inclusive. But you've got to also have some measured benchmarks. People don't talk about this that often, but I'll talk about it now. Benchmarks are important. What do you mean? Meaning that you've got to be willing as you grow. We did this early on to look at what are my expectations? How am I measuring where I started and where I am now? And what am I doing to rectify if I'm not meeting those benchmarks? You see, you can't just reset and say, oh, well, it's just a tough time and we'll just try again. No, let's evaluate what prevented me from reaching this benchmark. Or if we surpassed it, what things are we doing well? So you've got to have a team of people that are able to measure benchmarks, to look at where you're going. If you have a general goal of growth, you know, let's just say I want to grow my business, you know, so many percentile. I want to grow my business 50% this year. Then how do you measure, you know, your, your customer base? How do you measure traffic coming in and out? How do you measure the effectiveness of your advertisement? See, these things are the measurements or things that are in the, in the weeds. That's the minutia, but it's so important. It may appear to be taxing to do that kind of work, but you've got to be willing. We try to do everything in terms of our marketing strategy being intentional, you know, our engagement, all these things you have to watch carefully and just make certain that you're absolutely measuring benchmarks. Here's another thing, manage infrastructure. Now, I am a, <laughs> I'm an infrastructuralist. Anybody who knows me knows. I focus on infrastructure more than anything else because I understand that without a solid infrastructure, organizations cannot grow. I'll give you a perfect example. In the church world, a lot of churches grew based on revivalist models, charismatic models, just having good church, you know, doing that, but did not have good infrastructure, did not have technology, did not have good fiscal responsibility, you know, things in place. So when the pandemic comes, 
they can't pivot. They don't know what to do because nobody's showing up in the building because everything was designed for people to be in the building. They didn't know how to reach people outside the building through technology or how to pivot in a way. And that's why it is so important to have a strong infrastructure. The Bible talks about this in Isaiah, right? Enlarge the place of your tent. Strengthen your stakes. That really talks about make room, have capacity, and have a sense of strength in terms of stability to hold where you're going. You can't ask God to enlarge your territory if you're not making plans for the thing he's going to deliver on. Infrastructure work is so important. Having the right people, having the right systems, having the right culture. Infrastructure matters. A lot of people get so busy, they don't spend time on the infrastructure. And then that's why things begin to crumble. If you're going to have healthy growth, you got to have fiscal responsibility. You got to have an infrastructure where there is accountability, collaboration, inclusivity. You've got to have an infrastructure that has a very good marketing strategy. You got to have an infrastructure that has innovation and technology. You got to be willing to be all those things at the same time while you are presenting the thing you're trying to do. Think about the infrastructure that was necessary in COVID 19 for businesses to pivot. Now you can pick up items and things are touchless and, and all these things can happen, right? Because there was an infrastructure in place. Somebody was around the table thinking about those things. They were not just functioning, just hoping something would fall out of the sky. It's not going to fall out of the sky, people. You're going to have to put in the work. Manage. Build infrastructure. Build infrastructure. But then there's momentum. How do you maintain momentum? A part of healthy growth <laughs> is continuity. It is the consistency. People ask me all the time about our ministry and how Bible studies consistently grow in church. It's because of momentum, man. You got to maintain it. You can't take your foot off of the gas. You got to have a system in place whereby you are not the only one that's pressing the gas. You got a great team of folk around you that's maintaining the level of momentum. Do you get how this works? This is why you have to make certain, you know, when a plane is at cruise altitude, you know, at 35,000 feet, it's flying 500 miles per hour ground speed. It's got a certain momentum because if you're going to get to your destination, it's measured by momentum. I can tell you how long it's going to take you to reach your destination by your momentum. If you're lazy, inconsistent, trifling, it's not going to happen. You got to have that same grind, that same motivation. You got to get up and make it happen. You've got to push past all of your tiredness and push past all of the problems and issues and push past every excuse. And you got to be willing to maintain a level of momentum. Understand everybody doesn't have that. Everybody doesn't want that. That's what makes you different. That's what makes a next level leader. The fact that you're thinking about that fact that you're actually doing that, that's what makes you different. But here's another thing. Listen carefully. Not only do I manage, meaning my infrastructure, my momentum must be maintained, but I must be mission-driven. I must be mission-driven. What is the mission? Never losing sight of the mission of my organization. We have a mission statement at Mount Zion. And we're driven by that mission. We're not driven by any 
self-desires, any desires to make a name for ourselves, we are driven by that mission. You continue to grow healthy when you stay true to the mission and not allow ego, the need for affirmation in people to hijack the purpose by which you do what you do. Stay on that mission, man. Keep pushing on that. I'm telling you what I know. This is how it comes to pass. When you are faithful to that mission, Jesus had a mission. It was very clear in Luke chapter 4, 18. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, he says, and has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor, bring good news to the poor, right? Set at liberty those who are bound. It was a mission statement, and he stayed true to that mission. No matter how much adversity comes, no matter how much discouragement comes, stay true to your mission. No matter what others are doing, no matter how people are responding around you or things are developing around you, just stay true to your mission and your growth will be healthy. If you get off kilter to your mission, you start attracting people who are drawn to the fulfillment of ego purpose stuff and people that are drawn to shysty stuff and drawn to manipulative stuff. Man, when you stay true to your mission, you attract people who are mission-driven. But here's the final thing. A mature culture, <laughs> that's what will produce greatness in your organization. When you get to a place where your, your organization, your church, your business, whatever, is mature, like it reaches a level of maturity where it can operate without you being present. It's a level of maturity that says we've reached a certain level that our growth is not tied to struggling with other people's insecurities and territorialism and toxicity. What hinders so many organizations is just that, the toxic environments. All of those things can create hindrances to the thing God wants to do in your life. Here you are listening to this podcast right now. Here you are. And you've got to think, is my organization, is my church, is my business mature yet? They go through stages. Just like children, they go through being a baby, you know, spilling milk, keeping you up all night, to adolescence when it's, you know, a lot of territorialism and this mind, I'm going to do what I want to do, breaking rules. But then the organization reaches that level of maturity. That's when you can trust it. That's when you're like, it's proven. That's how you know you're growing. The worst thing that could ever happen is to be a CEO, founder of a business, pastor, or what have you, and be doing it for multiple years, and you're still leading a baby. At some point, the baby's got to grow up and mature. And there's got to be a culture of maturity where you don't deal with all of these territorial issues and keeping other people away, but it's embracing new ideas and new talent. That has been one of the key markers of our success in growth, that we've been able to embrace new ideas from fresh sources without feeling that we were being pushed away by new talent. That's how you're able to grow healthy, dealing with your own issues of insecurity and being willing to embrace something that you've never experienced before. You see, I want you to really pay attention to what I'm going to say. Organizations don't always grow. Some of them aren't even designed to grow. Organizations sometimes can have limitations and purposeful limitations around how fast or slow they want to grow. We just want a few people to be a part. We're a club or this, and that's okay. 
But let me tell you, the real growth happens when you view what you do as an organism. It is constantly growing because it's being fed by something. It's being watered. And that's why things grow. They grow through consistency, continuity, intentionality. When you wouldn't think outside of the box. See, today, as you heard this, I hope it challenged you. I want to review. Do you know the difference between growth and swelling? Growth is healthy. Swelling is, that's an infection. That's something that's gone awry. And you have to pause and fix it before you continue on. Then, are you truly being inclusive? Have you given some thought? Do I need more women at the table? Do I need more diversity in terms of generational diversity or even in terms of color? Do I need more diversity at the table? And then how am I measuring my success? How am I measuring where I am and where I'm trying to go? And then how am I managing all of this? Do I have a sound infrastructure that I've built? Not for where I am now, but for where I'm trying to go. And am I maintaining a level of momentum? Am I constantly pushing with my foot on the gas pedal, refusing to let up regardless of the adversarial things that may occur? I am completely locked in. And then, are you mission-driven? Are you really being driven by the mission that God originally gave you? Don't allow other people's agendas to hijack the mission God gave you. If your growth is going to be healthy, you have got to have a mission-driven organization. But then lastly, and I think this is so important, I want you to really hear this, you have got to have a mature culture. I want you to have such a mature culture in your organization. I mean, just without saying a thing, I want to make sure that it's absolutely mature enough not to have petty arguments and fights, but it represents a sense that so much has been poured into it, so much focus has been poured into it to where it can operate in excellence at all times to the glory of God. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to grow. I want your business to grow, your church to grow, your organization to grow, but you've got to be intentional about how to do that in a healthy way. I'll be sharing a little later on on another podcast some strategies on how to make a thing grow. This is about healthy growth, but there are some things that can really help you, like really get to that next level. Stay tuned. It's coming. In the meantime, I want you to follow me, Joseph Walker 3 on Instagram. Go to my website, josephwalker3.org. Get my new book, Leadership and Loneliness. Go out there on Amazon and get it. It'll bless you. Share this podcast with as many people as you can. And know I appreciate you and I'm grateful. So thankful. Help me reach a million people by sharing this podcast with as many people as you can. I'm so thankful for you. I don't take this moment for granted. And I want you to know something. <laughs> the more you know, the more you grow. Don't be impressed by everything that looks big. It's not always growth. It's swelling. But when you know something is growing healthy, you follow this blueprint, eyes have not seen, nor ears heard, nor has it entered into the hearts of men the things that God has in store for those who love him.
and that's you. Thank you again. I'm Joseph Walker. This is Next Level Leader Podcast. Until next time, you be blessed. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I want you to subscribe at iTunes, cpnshows.com, or whatever podcasts are downloaded. I also want you to follow me on Instagram at josephwalker3. I look forward to connecting.